podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And we're back with another FinFans podcast. How are you, Lewis? Oh, I'm doing just great. This is Lewis Fergoni here. Uh, Mike did not mention that, but I guess there's only one Lewis that does the podcast. There so is. Yeah, people don't know you by now. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, those 20, 30 people, our fans out there, you know, uh, they've got to know us all by now, I would think, right? Uh, I think so. Do they know Daniel? Because, uh, boy, he's absent more than I am, it seems. You know? Yeah, you, you guys run neck and neck with that, I'll tell you. Whoa, whoa, he's trying to compete here. I'm not sure if I like that or not. I mean, you just missed a month. You can't be throwing stones. Yeah, but then I'm consistent thereafter, Mike. Uh-huh. I don't miss many otherwise, but anyway. All right, so we're, we're going to talk we about uh, our division and uh, what the teams inside our division have done and whether or not we think they got better. And uh, we're also going to talk about the Dolphins on offense and, and how their offense is shaping up. Nice. Very nice. Okay. So we can, we, can, we can start with the Buffalo Bills, Lewis. The Bills. The Buffalo Bills. The first place Buffalo Bills yeah. in our division the last few years. Yep. The question is, will they stay there? That, that's, that's the question everybody's asking. Right. So um, they, they added uh, wide receiver Deontay Hardy. From the Saints, uh, quarterback Kyle Allen from the Texans, our wide receiver Trent Sherfield, Greg Mance, the center, uh, running back Damian Harris from the Patriots, right guard Connor McGovern from the Cowboys, and uh, right guard uh, David Edwards from the Rams. Right. All right, their re-signings, uh, they, they re-signed uh, linebacker Matt Milano and safety Jordan Poyer, and I think that was probably as important a move as they've made. Important moves. Yeah, absolutely. Both of those guys are very, very important. I mean, had they lost um, either one of them, you know, or both of them, that that would have been crucial because their defense took a step back last year regardless. So, yeah, I mean, you know, they were talking about Poyer coming here. Uh, At least Poyer was, you know, he said he wanted to play for Miami, but uh, I'm sure uh, Buffalo did their best to keep him and that's what happened. And rightfully so. I mean, he's an extremely good football player. You know, Hines is is a pretty nice running back. I mean, he didn't really do much against us, um, you know, after they acquired him, you know, in the game against us or the yeah. couple of games, actually. There was a playoff game and a late season game. He didn't do much against us. But he's a quality football player, so that was important. And then they have a couple of little pieces here and there that they – that they re-signed. You know, they, the departures, Mike, um, you know, Edmonds is a big loss of as course. far as I'm concerned, the linebacker. Yep. Uh, McKenzie, you know, I, he didn't really get to the level I thought he was going to last year, you know, but he was a playmaker. I mean, you know, they basically replaced him with Sherfield, And I don't know if that's an upgrade or not, you know. I mean, 
Yeah. You know, I, I feel McKenzie's got a lot of potential. Um, you know, the other loss was the running back. Singletary. Uh, De- Singletary. And Singletary has been a productive football player for them. I mean, they don't run the football a lot, but when they did, you know, he reminded you a little bit of Tony Nathan. A little you bit. Know, not, to the, not to that degree. I'd never compare a Buffalo Bill to a Miami Dolphin legend like Tony Nathan. But um, he was a very, very solid football player for them. You know, I guess Hines is going to be the guy at this point that replaces him. I mean, they they drafted Cook's younger brother last year, so I guess they feel that, you know, he can take over the job and and get the job done. But um, they had, you know, those are some, you know, those two guys are significant, you know, as far as I'm concerned. There's a couple other guys as well um, that are not bad football players there, you know. But, um, you know, the bottom line is this, is that, you know, as we played Buffalo, you know, we're talking about these teams and the additions and subtractions. Um, my God, we were nip and tuck with them last year, even with the injuries at quarterback. Yeah, all three games were within a field goal. All three games were within a field goal. Um, the last two, you know, really, I mean, the, the playoff game was impressive by our defense. And, um, you know, we've narrowed the gap on them quite a bit. And, um, you know, this is the way the NFL is from year to year, year to year. You lose a guy here, you lose a guy there. You know, it becomes significant. And, um, you know, I think that Buffalo took a little bit of a step backwards last year. They didn't seem like the same type of team they were the two years prior. You know, they were still I think a very uh, good Allen team. struggled a little more last year. Uh, he did, Mike. Um, go ahead. D- d- give me your reasons as to why, and then I'll, you know, I'll follow you up on that. Well, I don't think their offensive line was great. Yep. That's one. That's it. I mean, that's that's yep. that's my reasoning. <laughs> well, I, I think they put, you know, they put a lot of pressure on him to basically carry the football team. No question. And I think teams are, you know, sitting on that. You know, they're trying to take his number one weapon away. And then past, you know, past him, there's not an awful lot there. I mean, there really isn't. I mean, they've got some good, solid football players, a decent tight end, a couple of decent receivers, one of which we talked about they lost in McKenzie. So, you know, past Diggs, Mike, Buffalo's, you know, they're not a dynamic offensive football team. I mean, they have some solid players. But again, you know, if you take Diggs away from Allen in the passing game, you know, he's got to do an awful lot with his legs and an awful lot of, you know, scrambling around and making plays down the field with what he has to work with. Uh, You throw that on top of the offensive line problems that you discussed already or that you mentioned already. And, um, you know, that's what you're looking at with this football team. And defense took a little bit of a step backward as well. You know, we moved the ball pretty well on them, you know, at times, um, even with the injuries on the offensive side for us. So the gap has narrowed. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, they're going to be – probably right on par as to where they were last year. Um, they're beatable. We'll just leave it at that. They're beatable yeah. football team. Well, Damian Harris will help them um, on offense. Yes. The additions, you know, I mean, he, he's a big one. I mean, you know, Damian Harris is a really good running back. And I forgot, you know what, Mike, that totally slipped past me. And, you know, the center Mance is not a bad player as right. well. You know, that running back in Damian Harris, if he can stay healthy, he is an extremely solid 
running back. Um, you know, the problem with him is that he can't stay on the field. He's banged up quite a bit. Um, you know, is he an upgrade over Singletary? Probably, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he'll be he'll be in the mix. Him and Cook will be will be splitting time. And um, yeah, that's an addition, but I don't think it's, you know, it's 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 a situation where that's gonna make or break them in the running game. You know, I think he's a very solid football player, but it's not gonna put them in a you know, in a whole different league running the football. So Yep. Yep. So we have uh, the Patriots. And uh, they signed uh, RX tight end, Mike Kosicki. Oh, right. I'm glad he went to a division uh, foe because uh, <laughs> he's just not that good. <laughs> yeah. We'll see about all that. And uh, they also signed wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. Right. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, you know, Mike, the interesting thing about the Schuster edition is that New England just seems to do this every year. They bring in these guys over the last three, four years that are on par with a Schuster. You know, mm-hmm. Devontae, um, God, I can't even think of some of the other guys that they've brought in over the last they've few years. They've all failed. That's why. <laughs> they're, they're all, they're all, they all are average, you know, average football players. Um, yep. You know, I think that James Robinson, you know, could, could be, you know, a nice solid addition for them. Um, running the football, obviously he's going to replace the guy we just talked about, Damian Harris. Right. So, you know, Robinson's, I think, getting a little bit long in the tooth. You know, he's with his third team now. Uh, he was with the Jets, I believe, the second yep. half of last year. He got traded from Jacksonville. Um, you know, they, they re-signed some decent football players in Jonathan Jones, a corner. Matthew Slater's an all-pro special teams player. Uh, Jabril Peppers at the safety position. And uh, uh, Raekwon McMillan. McMillan, yeah, who actually played some really solid football for them last year. Um, so they brought some guys back, but their additions, Mike, to a team that was probably subpar last year, it, yeah. you know, I mean, Gasicki and Schuster is not going to, you know, not going to turn anybody. They're not going to turn your offense around. I mean, you know, they're just not. And their defense is very solid. But again, you know, you're in a situation here where, you know, have they gotten themselves better? I don't think so. I I think they're right on par with where they were last year. They lost Juno Smith, who kind of was, you know, a failure there. You know, when they signed him and Hunter Henry. Yeah. You know, that same year, we were like, oh, God, we know what they're doing. They're trying to create that whole situation with the two tight ends they had um, a couple of years ago um, with Gronkowski and Fernandez. So Hernandez. Hernandez, right. So, you know, we were looking at that situation and saying, man, we know what they're trying to do there. But, you know, that never developed. Um, Aguilar, again, you know, Schuster, Aguilar, you know, you throw them up in the air. You know, Jacoby Myers is gone, who I thought – was you know one of maybe their best receiver and he's gone so you know they haven't they haven't gotten any better we'll just leave it at that they may have taken a step backwards actually so in regard to you know their their um, off season moves so that's where they are so now we've got the um, who do we got up next the Jets the stinking Jets the stinking Jets now this this is a whole different. This is a whole different ball game here that we're talking about with the stinking New York Jets. Um, you know, Rogers still not there, but you know, we're assuming 
that he, it's inevitable and he is going to be there. You know, that addition alone makes them an extremely good football team. You know, I think Rodgers, it's a smart move. It's a similar move to what Brady did, you know, when he left New England and went to Tampa. He went to a team that was pretty loaded on both sides of the football. And, you know, looking at the Jets, they're pretty loaded on both sides of the football. You know, once Rodgers, in fact, does go there. You know, Chuck Clark from the Ravens, they signed. He was an addition, very good football player. Lazard. Wide receiver, very good football player. Uh, Hardman, very solid wide receiver. I mean, he's got he's got some weapons there already. And Garrett Wilson, uh, they've got a great running back coming back. Um, they they made some nice moves. Defense is extremely extremely good. Um, this is a team that that has definitely bettered themselves. Um, they didn't really lose an awful lot. You know, Braxton Berrios came to us. Uh, Mike White came to us. Dan Feeney came to us. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Elijah Moore, who was a you know, top draft pick a few years ago, got traded to the Browns. So they lost him as well. And, of course, we talked about James Robinson going to the Patriots. They lost him. But, um, you know, overall, Mike, I think that uh, the Jets are going to be an improved football team. If Rodgers is there, you know, no, I don't he's know He's going to be there. Feel. It's a matter of what day. I mean, are you in agreement on that, you know, in regard to um, Rodgers? As far as? As far as, you know, making this team just that much better. Oh, of course. They were, yeah. Of course. You know, watching him last year, Mike, he did take a step backwards, in my opinion. Well, he had uh, a hurt thumb, didn't he? Yeah, he had a hurt thumb, but it was his decision-making as well. He seemed a tad slower you know, in, in reacting to situations and, um, you know, his scrambling ability isn't what it once was either. He's, uh, you know, he's getting well, old. He's yeah. getting up there. Um, <laughs> to be expected. But he's stepping into the perfect situation as far as I'm concerned. And, um, you know, if in fact they add Beckham as well, which there, there is talk, um, you know, they're going to have a pretty loaded receiving core with a nice running back coming back and a nice defense. So they're, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. There's no question about it. The stinking Jets. Yep, I do agree. I, I think that, you know, uh, Rodgers, you know, his, his track record speaks for itself. Um, he's a great quarterback. He may not be playing at a high level, like you said, but uh, I think he's still dangerous and uh, he should be respected. Very, very capable, no yeah. doubt. No doubt about it. You know, it was like Marino in his last couple of years. You could tell he lost a little bit, but uh, he was still able to beat you. So you had to uh, play well. Right. Man. And I'm sure that'll that'll be the same for him. You know, uh, he's still capable of beating you. So you, you better play him right. <laughs> he is. And he's got, he's got a lot to work with. You know, whereas Marino late in his career. Yes. Yes. Had a very, very subpar off, off, group of offensive talent around them. Yeah, I mean, well, they, is, they, they wanted to run the ball, and that was a whole different situation. Yeah, no, no good, no good. Not with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, very small fellow trying to run the <laughs> yeah. football. Anyway, um, so what else we got? So that's it. I mean, we could talk about uh, our moves real quick. I mean, we, sure. we've, we have touched on it, certainly. Mm-hmm. 
And what do you think of who we've re-signed? I mean, of uh, the guy, uh, Needham coming back, Duke Riley coming back, uh, Monster coming back, and obviously the whole you know running back room is coming back. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's it's extremely important, you know, that that you know the guys that we have re-signed, um, you know, we didn't want to see them lose any of them. I mean, as far as I would, I mean, I, I was upset about a Landon Roberts, and you know, he's probably down the list. I mean, Gasecki, I didn't, I was, you know, I, I, Mike, honestly, I didn't care. I just didn't, you know, I was happy to see him Look, go. to me, to me, Gasecki is a plus when you're in the red zone. You know what I mean? Because he can get in the end zone and he's got, you know, he's a big guy. He can, he can out jump people and, and catch the ball. Right. You know, he can use his body and block out people and catch the ball. And that's what you want a tight end to be able to do. But between the twenties, I just don't think he was a great football player. Not at all. No blocking. You know, it, it, he just left a lot on the table. You know, a lot to be desired. But you know, the, the re-signings of Needham and Duke Riley and and the two running backs, Mozart and Wilson, and even Craycraft, who I like. I think if he stays healthy, he's a very solid player. Um, yeah. You know, Lamb came in and did a really solid job for us. Ahmed has always done a decent job when he's called upon. And, of course, Van Ginkle. I mean, th- this, this is a really good group of re-signings. You know, they kept the team together. You want guys back on both sides of the football that are familiar with, with, the, you know, with the situation, you know, the schemes and, the, you know. The, sure. You know, you, you want the depth, you know, and need them at that cornerback position. They brought back Bethel as well. I know I didn't mention him the first time around in Elijah Campbell. They brought back a lot of the secondary. So, I mean, you're going to see basically, I believe, minus row, pretty much the whole secondary. And they added the kid from, from Detroit, you know, at the safety position, Elliot, to replace row, which is probably an upgrade. So, you know, as, as, you, look, as you look at the additions to the Dolphins and we compare them to um, some of the other teams in our division, you know, I feel the Patriots maybe have taken a step backwards. The Bills are pretty much on par. The Jets have improved. And I think we have definitely improved. I mean, you know, the fact that, you know, we lost Kasecki and Landon Roberts. I mean, those are our two, you know, two men. The Hunter Long, I mean, come on. And Trent Sherfield, I think, is, you know, a loss to some degree. Dieter, I mean, you know, we didn't lose anybody significant. And, you know, in free agency and trades, you know, we picked up Ramsey and Berrios, who's a great special teams player. You know, Feeney at left guard brings you depth. Mike White brings you a good young uh, backup quarterback. Um, you know, Elliott, excellent. Um, David Long Jr., I mean, he's an upgrade over Roberts, you know. I mean, or he should be. I mean, He should be. Listen, you know, we we have improved. We've taken a step up, I think. You know, just the Ramsey, you just throw Ramsey in and just eliminate everything else and it's an upgrade, you know, as compared to last year. Um, and then factor in some of the other guys I mentioned, pieces of the puzzle. And the Dolphins have improved. And, you know, I think that, you know, in our division, you know, we are going to be a very tough football team to beat. I think our defense, you know, with the addition of the new defensive coordinator um, is another positive. I mean, you are looking at. That might be the most important addition. Yeah, it could. It could very well be, Mike. I mean, 
And, you know, the thing is, is that the defense has not played poorly. I think that the offense really hurt us a lot. It kept us last season and even the season prior, they kept us on the field way too much, way too often, and way too long, you know, um, in situations. And uh, There were many times they just couldn't get off the field. Right. They just couldn't. And, I mean, a lot of it happened, Mike, late in games. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know – it, eventually you're going to you're going to wear down and that's what teams did to us because the offense didn't carry their load at times um if the offense in fact does play better than they did last year especially down the stretch because they did have a nice stretch there um you know i think with fangio i mean this defense has the potential to be one of the best in the nfl i mean you look around the nfl mike and I'll tell you what, I mean, there's not a lot of teams on paper that look better than us on defense. You know, we are a solid, solid group. Well, and we I, have you know, some I de- like the defensive line and I like the secondary, and we'll see about the linebackers. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, Long, I think the addition of him and, you know, the, the guys coming back. I th- Listen, I, I don't have a problem with Baker. I think he's an extremely solid football player. And um, now my my problem with Baker is he just doesn't make a lot of big plays. You know, no. you like you like to see more forced fumbles and stuff like that. You know, well, you may see that this year, Mike. You know, Fangio may bring a little something different to the table, maybe, and, and put him in a position to do just that. You know, yeah. um, so we'll see. I mean, you know, the division as a whole, Mike. You know, I think that the Dolphins were a strong team last year. I think the Jets were. Pretty strong team last year as well, um, and I think they're going to be at the top of the division. I, I, I feel that Buffalo is going to maybe, you know, if Rodgers, in fact, you know, winds up in New York, which, you know, we all know is inevitable. Um, you know, I think that Buffalo may be behind both us and the Jets, you know, when all is said and done. I truly feel that. I kind of feel that way, too. You know, New England's going to be at the bottom of the barrel there. I don't know if they'll win a game inside our division the next year. I really don't. And that's what we like. We don't want Belichick getting any closer to Shula. No, we much prefer he lose. Yes, we we hope he goes 0-17 next year. So he gets a year older and he doesn't get a win closer to the legend, Don Shula. We'd like to throw a shout out to DraftKings for sponsoring our show. And uh, here's a little message and we'll be right back. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payoff. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TPPN. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Lewis, one of my favorite writers is for the Herald, Barry Jackson. Uh, He brings a lot of information (laughs) almost on a daily basis. uh, Okay. I'm looking at a column of his where he he basically talked about, you know, our players on offense and where they stand or where he thinks they stand. Okay. 
So let's go over that real quick and, and see if we agree with his assessments. Okay. At the quarterback position, who's on the team? He puts uh, Tua and Mike White. And who's likely on the team? Skylar Thompson. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're going to keep those three guys. I mean, I like that. Yep. I mean, you got three young guys there. I mean, I think, you know, Thompson is capable. And I'm going to tell you something, Mike. You know, if he builds off of what he did last year, you know, there's, there's a potential for him to beat out Mike White for that backup to Tua. Yeah, I mean, he I'm doesn't, not saying- Barry doesn't think so. He puts uh, White's the heavy favorite. Thompson has a slim chance to overtake White for the number two job. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't necessarily buy that. I mean, yep. I, I think that he did not do very well in the situation he was thrown into last year. He just didn't look very good in those football games. But, you know, I mean, this kid is really raw. And I think if you put another training camp behind him and the experience he got last year, uh-huh. I think he can definitely complete, compete with Mike White. Mike White. I mean, I, listen, I watched Mike White play, and he had one good game. I mean, he yeah. had some really piss-poor games he did. Um, at other times. So I'm not 110, 20% sold on him like a lot of Dolphin fans are. I think that he he has the potential to be a good quarterback, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if Thompson beats him out, you know, in training camp. I think that, you know, going in, if the Dolphins have an open mind about it, they got to give this kid Thompson the opportunity to look great in preseason last year. Well, White has a lot of money guaranteed, so he does. I know that (laughs) that is always a factor, and I never factor that in, but we'll see. I mean, listen, I like it. I like I like the situation. Period. At running back, uh, who's on the team? Mostert and Wilson. And who's likely on the team? Ahmed. And who's more than likely not on the team is Miles Gaskin because he feels they're going to draft a running back, and uh, that will put Gaskin's job in jeopardy. Yeah, Mike, I mean, you know, where do we draft first this year? We have two third-rounders. 51. Round, Third-rounder, right? Second round. Second round. Oh, second round. And then we have um, a third-rounder, a sixth, have a third and a seventh. Round. I mean, it's possible that we draft a running back in the second round, but you know, with the three guys that you just mentioned, I, I'm not so sure it's a necessity this year. You know, um, you know, you threw some money at that position. Uh, you brought all three of these guys back. Would I love to see a young guy drafted? That's going to be a difference maker, absolutely. But you know, I don't know if this is the year that they do that. I mean, they never seem to do it. Any other nope. year, I don't understand why they would do well, it. Well, it's not year. Greer's idea of building a team. <laughs> right. I mean, listen, you know, I think that next year, you know, if you've got a game changer, you know, you go out and get him. If you've got a guy that you think can be a game changer, fantastic. I mean, I think the Dolphins right now, Mike, in the position that they're in without a first-round draft pick, you just take the – I don't care what position it's at in the second and third round. I don't give a damn what position it is. Wide receiver, it does not make any difference. Draft them. Best talent there, take them. Regardless of what position they play, regardless of the depth, if it's a cornerback, take them. We got two veteran corners on on the team as it is. I don't think there's a position where you can honestly say, well, you're crazy. They shouldn't take a guy at that position. No, that's not the case. You take the bit, the best quality there. You have to. 
You know, you can't, you can't draft towards necessity and do any kind of reaching in this year's draft because you have so few. You got to get guys that are going to be able to, uh, you know, contribute to some extent. You know, you can't throw second and third round picks away like we do way too often. Yep, there's a lot of different ways you can go, Lewis. You can take the best player available at a position of need as well. So, you know, we'll have to see what they do. Yeah. So the running back position, I think, you know, is it was solid last year. The guys averaged close to five yards a carry. Both of the, the, the two top guys, as a matter of fact, the top three guys. I think Ahmed was up there as well. So um, they're fine. I mean, they're, they're good there. I had no problem with any of them. They're not great backs. It's so that, you know, you have to adjust your expectations to what they are. But for what they are, I thought they did well. Yes, absolutely. Um, wide receiver on the team, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Braxton Berrios, and Eric Uzakama, who has a good chance to make the team, River Crickraft. Right. Uh, who will most likely be traded, Cedric Wilson, and on the bubble, Braylon Sanders and Freddie Swain. Freddie Swain. How about that? Cedric Wilson, uh, scary as a punt returner, uh, non-existent as a wide receiver last year. I mean, really, this, what, if you looked at our free agent pickups, Mike, I mean, he was without a question of a doubt one of the biggest disappointments. Um, well, because they, they signed him before they got Hill. So, I mean, they were putting him in a position to where he was going to, you know, be one of the starting receivers, and then they had the opportunity for Hill, and that – Scrap that idea. Yeah. See, I, I don't necessarily agree with that because Wilson was the third leg in Dallas. You know, they had two receivers in front of him in Dallas, and he was the third leg there. And, you know, he could have been a third leg here, but, I mean, I think he had less than 10 catches the whole season, Mike. I mean, that's non-existent. I mean, yep. I, it doesn't matter what the circumstances. I mean, I think Craycraft was more productive. Probably. As an afterthought of a pickup. And Sherfield. Than Wilson was. And, and Sherfield sure, definitely was. I mean, yep. so, you know, when you look at the when you look at the wide receiver position, Mike, they have to absolutely have – Uzukama come in and 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 be a guy that makes plays because if Hill or Waddle, you know, get taken out of football games, you know, you're looking at Barrios and you're looking at him and Craycraft. I mean, this is not, you know, a, a loaded receiving core. I mean, Barrios is a very solid football player. Easy E has got to step his game up this year. And God forbid Hill or Waddle get hurt. There's just not an awful lot here. So, you know, I wouldn't be shocked, Mike, if the, in that second round if they don't take another receiver because I really feel that they need a third guy. I really do. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if, if Izakama, if he doesn't step his game up this year, um, then I'm not, you know, I'm not so sure how they feel about him, Mike. I do know that he got very little playing time yeah, last year. He got year. very little playing time. So I mean, you I had, mean, you know, the, the word was he, he w wasn't learning all three spots. I don't know how truthful that was, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, that was that was the word. So they, they wanted him to know all three receiver positions, and evidently he had trouble picking it up. Right. So let's hope in the off season that somehow, some kind of way, because he didn't. Do, I mean, even late in the season, Mike, when you know they had him active. Yeah. I mean, I, how long does it take you 
to learn. You know, you have all a preseason. It doesn't take all season. And then the whole season. I mean, at some point you start thinking to yourself, is this another draft pick mistake here? Let's just hope that, you know, he steps it up because he looked fantastic in the preseason. I mean, he was he looked like a football player. I mean, you know, past Thompson, you know, he was probably our best player in, in the exhibition yep. games. I mean, he stood out among everybody else. And, you know, we had high hopes for him, and then he just disappeared during the season. So, you know, you're in a situation with him where he has to step up because if he doesn't, there's just not an awful lot of depth at this wide receiver position. And I like Craycraft a lot. I really do. But And I like Barrios as a player. But, you know, I, I, I think you really need a third guy here that's just going to be a, you know. A, a, you know a dynamic player. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a, a guy that just makes plays whenever he's called upon. You know, Marino all those years had guys like Jim Jensen and people like that that picked up first downs that and more. moved the change. <laughs> that more. I mean, yeah. you know, the list goes on and on and on. Always had guys like that. And I think that, you know, one of these guys has to develop into that uh, for us to be a consistent offensive threat. Um mm-hmm. Especially, you know, as we move on to the next position, you know, because that's a factor as well, which I'm sure is going to be wide receiver, right? I mean, tight tight end, end, tight end. tight end. Um, On the team, Durham Smythe, who's likely on the team, uh, Salbert, and who's on the bubble, Tanner Connor. Yeah, I mean, again, Mike, I mean, you know, that second round, I mean, I – I would love to see them take a tight end here. You know, a guy that is is one of the better tight ends in the league because, you know, I, I throw this batch into the receiving core batch. And again, you know, we fall back on, you know, Waddle and Hill, and then there's just a bunch of guys. Um, this tight end position, I mean, Smite's what? This is his sixth, fifth, sixth year with us yeah, now? Yeah. Um, we know what he is. Um, you know, these other two guys, I mean – you know, what are we going to get out of them? You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're not going to be game changers. Salbert so. had seven drops and 52 career targets. Who's that? Salbert. Seven drops and how many targets? 52 targets. Yeah. You know, you can figure out the percentage there. <laughs> it's not good. Right. Uh, Offensive line. Uh, yeah. Taron Armstead, Connor Williams, Robert Hunt, Liam Eikenberg, Austin Jackson, and Dan Feeney. Mm-hmm. They're guys on the team. Mm-hmm. Good chance to stick. Kendall Lamb and Robert Jones on the bubble. Garon Christian, Lester Cotton, and Keon Smith. Yeah. Uh, you know, the offensive line. A couple of injuries away, and we're in a little bit of, a tr- a little bit of trouble there. Um, yeah, agreed. You know, I like our starters, you know, depending on um, the situation at the right tackle. I mean, I love our left tackle. I love our center. I love our right guard. You know, it depends on what happens at that left guard and that right tackle position. I think Feeney will wind up being our left guard. Um, Well, you know, the coach talked about it. He said, you know, Eichenberg and Jackson are going to play, you know, finally the second year in the same system. Right. And he believes that will help them. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, this is this is make or break for Austin Jackson, right? I mean, you know, he was he was not a part of this football team last year. No, he was hurt. He was hurt. Eichenberg was, you know, bad last year as well, and he was hurt. Correct. Yep. yep. Um, you know, the offensive line, 
basically did very well under those circumstances. I think Robert Jones, Kendall Lamb, these type of guys filled in very, very well. And I think that, you know, their depth on this team is is going to be very important. I like the signing of Feeney as well. You know, he had some depth there. There'll be some competition for those last two spots. Um, and again, Mike, second round, this is a situation where if they're, you know, you got the highest talent on the board as an offensive lineman, you take them. Yep. Um, you know, the offense, Mike, in regard to free agency, you know, as we're going through this, they didn't do an awful lot. I mean, there were tight ends to be had out there, and the Dolphins didn't make an attempt. Barry believes that the Dolphins are going to sign another right tackle at some point, either a veteran or a player in the second or third round. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's basically what I had just said, that I wouldn't be shocked if they take their first, you know, their, their first yeah. pick is a tackle. Um, you know, I don't know how good that tackle is going to be at 51 because everybody needs them in the NFL. So you may yeah. wind up getting the 12th or 13th best tackle coming out of college next year. So, yeah. you know, the, the thing is this, Mike, is that, you know, on the offensive side of the football, you know, I, I just don't know if we, if we made enough impact. You know, it, to me, it looks like the same team as it was last year on offense. Um, and again, you know, this, that we say it, we can, well, we Barrios can. is probably an upgrade, right? I don't know. I mean, you know, we'll find out. I mean, I like him more in regard to special teams. I mean, is he going to be an upgrade over Sherfield who was pr- productive when he was called upon? I don't know in the passing game. I really don't know. You would hope he's going to be, but I'm not so certain, but Mike, it, I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to, you know, be a game changer. You right. know, I mean, if you went out and you got another guy like an Armstead across the offensive line, or you got a tight end like, say, a Hayden Hurst or somebody. Yeah, but they know, got no money for that. They've got a little over a million left in cap space until uh, June, or they make a move to create cap space. Right. I mean, you know, regardless of that, I'm just saying that, you know, I understand the circumstance. Yeah. I'm just telling you what the situation is. And, um, you know, the situation is, is that the offense is the same, basically the same offense it was last year. Now, is that offense going to be enough to overtake some of these teams in the AFC? Part of their That's thinking, Lewis, might be, you know, they've improved the defense and they also improved the coaching staff. Right. So maybe they feel between that player improvement and that coach improvement, the offense didn't need to get better. They've corrected a lot of the flaws on defense, and that should make the difference. Well, let's hope that's the case. I mean, because that is the situation. Yeah, I mean, it's a reasonable thought process, right? They were close last year. Then you know they were they were they were extremely close, and I think that you know where where our failures came were on the side of the football that we're talking about right now. I think that the defense, you know, held their end of the bargain. You know, even in the playoff game against Buffalo, they, you know, they kind of kept us in that game. You know, just when you thought that the game was going to go in <laughs> Buffalo's way, all of a sudden, you know, we're, the defense is scoring touchdowns and, you know, creating turnovers and, and kind of turning that game around. I mean, that, that was a lot of fun. It really was. I mean, I, you know, I look back at that football game, Mike, and me and you discussed it. I think we all discussed it. And we didn't give our team a fighting chance in no, that game. No, we didn't. Boy, they played them tooth and nail. So, yeah. um, you know, even though we lost – 
You know, we went out fighting. And- Look, when we, when we go to Buffalo in January, we expect to lose. I mean, it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. When we go to Buffalo any time of the year, Mike, it's yeah. you know you're expecting to lose. It doesn't matter whether it be September or October. I mean, it's 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 even tougher to some degree in December. But um, you know, anytime you go up to Buffalo, it's a really tough place to play against a really good football team, and um, they did a really really good job last they year. They did. Um, you know, the coaching's got to get better as well. You know, yeah, they, they, yeah, we've they, talked about that. They left a lot on the table in that game. So, you know, this team is going to be improved. You know, the defense is definitely going to make a difference. Um, You know, the coaching and and just the players he has to work with. He's got so many nice pieces. If we stay healthy in that secondary, I mean, you got Kahoo and you got Needham. If he comes back healthy, you've got so many guys that have proven and have played well in the NFL that, uh, whoa, we're going to be tough. We're going to be really, really tough. And, you know, Wilkins and Phillips, I expect them to both be Pro Bowl players this year because they played at that level last year. Yep. So. I like Phillips a lot. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I was, I was down on him because yeah, no, you you know, I felt that he did not bring enough to the table, um, even down the stretch. You know, I thought that, you know, the middle of his first season – he started coming on, and then he just completely disappeared down the stretch. Last year, he was just getting better and better and better as the season progressed. And Wilkins was just, from day one to the last game of the season, last play of the season, was lights out and should have been a Pro Bowl player. Um, should have been. Absolutely should have been. So, you know, there's, there's a lot. I, I'm, I'm really excited about our football team next year. I really well, You am. should be. We just got to hope that Tua, number one, stays healthy. And if he is healthy, he plays well and he Look, plays you, you can't have a ton of injuries in the secondary. You can't have a ton of injuries on the offensive line. And you can't have injuries to your quarterback. Yep. Exactly. Simple as that. Exactly. Agreed. You can't. Those, those are tough things to overcome. And as you look at the team last year and all three of those situations took, took place. place. Yep. It took place. I mean, Armstead lost time. and. Oh, God, we had Eichenberg lost time. Jackson lost basically the whole season. Quarterbacks, my God. We were down to our third string, and then our third string got hurt. I mean, (laughs) how in the season do you have three, number one, number two, number three, all go down with injuries at one point or another? I mean, it happens, but it's it's so rare. In the secondary, same thing. I mean, it started in the off in the um, in the Training exhibition camp. season with Williams yeah. going down, and um, you know, just one guy after another. Um, but they held it together. I mean, all considering, Mike, I felt that they they I did know. a decent job. But of when you start looking together. at rankings and stuff, they weren't very good. No, not at all, not at all. But they had their moments. They had their moments exactly. So anyway. All right, Lewis. Uh, I think we're going to call it a show. All right. I like it. I can get some rest, <laughs> which is well needed, and I know you need it as well. Yeah, it's been a long week. It sure in the heck has. I will tell you that. But um, baseball season started today, Mike. I'm kind of in baseball mode. Um, I love talking football, though. So, and we'll be talking football again next week. So, um you know, I'll take time away from my love for baseball for an hour or so weekly. But uh, 
when it comes to names and stuff, Mike, I, you know, I've got I know, baseball I on know. my mind right now. So you're going to have to carry that. You and Daniel, if he, uh, if he, uh, shows you better up count on Daniel. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> uh, you get to my age and, you know, names that should be on the tip of your tongue just aren't there anymore. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, I've been in baseball mode. So, you know, it's uh -huh. just a whole different frame of mind right now. I know you are. Anyway. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for joining me, Lewis. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And right. we'll be back next week. All right. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.